Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely, talented wife, Miss Southern Shell, fresh from Jamaica. Shell, how's it feel to be back to work? It's been a whirlwind week. Does it feel like you had a vacation? Yeah. Yeah, Good. it does. But don't to me. I'm ready to go back. <laughs> I am ready to go back. I didn't want to jump back into things. I like to ease back, like put a toe in, you know, check the water. How you doing in the swimming pool and the cold oh, no. pool? No. We just jumped off the cliff like we was at Rick's. <laughs> diving. We landed in Memphis about 9 p.m. Monday night. We're going to release that footage of me jumping off that, climbing all the way up to the yeah. top of that log, jumping off. Yeah, it was pretty graceful. It was. I, I would have gave it a 10. <laughs> That would be funny. I'd break their daggum tree that's been there for not telling how many years. They got a weight limit on that thing. I don't think they let me jump. I'd have to be a lot of room punch involved. Even, yeah, I can't imagine you. Before I would do that. You climbing it. You got to like climb it like a a, a pole. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like there's an elevator there. I don't have an elevator to the top of it and you shoot me out on it. There's no way. That's, how, how tall do you think that thing is? Have you ever seen it, Tyler? Have you ever seen the tree at Rick's Cafe? Is it Rick's Cafe, I think, what they call it, in the grill? It's It's, a tree on a cliff. It's an old dead tree that's over this cliff, and these guys, for money, they 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 shimmy up this tree, climb out on the dead limb, and they jump off into the ocean below. It's pretty amazing to watch, really. Now, you can can go over there and jump off the cliff, so let anybody do that. Yeah. That's a little... It's a little much for me though. How far of a drop is it? Oh, it's a long ways. Yeah. yeah. I would I would guess I mean they put it on the travel channel, you know. Yeah. I would guess it's thirty foot just off the cliff. I don't know how much taller the tree goes. It's probably another twenty foot at least, maybe higher than that. Yeah. Wow. That's a good question. We'll have to look that up. Um how tall is the cliff at Rick's? We didn't actually go to Rick's this time. We've gone before, but we'll go back in May. We're gonna take Michael's yeah. never been, so he's um, gotta go see him jump. We uh, completely missed the snow, and there was a pretty bad snowstorm, if you weren't we aware of it. So we left last Monday, Monday before last, because this is the end. We've already had another Monday. We stayed for till the next Monday, right? Yep. And it was coming a blizzard like we've never seen. I don't know if Memphis has ever had. It, it's probably been 100 years since we had a snowstorm like that in this area. Yeah. I've never seen it in my lifetime. Mm-mm. I didn't think we were going to get to the airport. Our flight, We luckily we got on the only flight that went out that day. They canceled our flight, bumped us up to an earlier one. They canceled all the flights after ours. For like several days. Yeah. FedEx the shut down. They didn't let, FedEx did not fly out of Memphis, and that's the main the main hub. <laughs> so you know it's that serious. And the whole time, you're on a beach. <laughs> But I feel like it. I was missing out. I wasn't missing out on nothing. Like the cold <laughs> and the wet. And Do you know Walmart ran out of beer? <laughs> like there was no beer. Walmart, Kroger, shelves were bare. People bought all the milk, all the bread, all the beer. Oh, people were telling me like, yeah, I was down to the beast. All they had yeah, was- that's all they had. All they could find was Milwaukee's best. I'd have panicked. <laughs> We've got enough booze yeah. to last us for a few days. Yeah, we could make it a week at yeah. least. After that, I don't know. We might need some uh, mixers or something. We might run out of that, but we got we got a. We wouldn't have had milk and bread cabinet. <laughs> when you got all that mo- that booze, yeah. you know. I don't even know if I could have got to my grills. They were mm-hmm. all snowed in. Yeah, I mean, 
you didn't want to go out back. If you fell off in the pool, it would have been dire consequences. <laughs> could have did a polar plunge. That would have been a good TikTok. <laughs> Jumping off in the swimming pool with the snow everywhere. I saw a lot of that. I'd do that for somebody. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd do it. In our town, people were turning water skis into snow skis. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy going down Main Street in Hernando Commerce, pulling behind a four a four wheeler, pulling a guy on water skis, going right down the street. If that ain't redneck, I don't know what he yeah, is. Yeah, I saw a lot of redneck engineering. Yeah. Oh, they had the tubes out. If you had it on a pontoon boat, it was fair game in the snow. <laughs> he just brought it out. <laughs> Go get the big gym or whatever it's called, you know, the float, the big mat you lay out to float on. Yeah. All that's tied to a four-wheeler side-by-side. <clears throat> Any hill you could find, if you had a hill, you would have thought you'd been in Colorado. <laughs> Those folks lined up to go down them. <laughs> But we completely missed all that. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. So we landed Monday night, went back to work Tuesday. We had a ribbon cutting yesterday. for the retail shop yesterday. We filmed a jerk shrimp recipe. And some other TikTok stuff. I was trying to, Tyler came over mm-hmm. and uh, we did some fun stuff. I, I did a, I don't know how this one's going to turn out, Tyler. <laughs> the ribeye steak, I was like, let's see how fast and how hot we can cook a ribeye steak on a Weber. And it was like, how, I don't fa- know. how hot, how hot do you I, think you got it up to? I don't know. It stopped. I think that gauge stops at like six, six fifty. Mm-hmm. It was well past it. It was mm-hmm. down at like the, the, the six o'clock position on the gauge. I mean, it was wanting to wrap around. How hot was it? Like on your hand, trying to flip that steak and stuff. It was super hot. Yeah. I mean, it was flame kissed. It put a heck of a sear on it. It, wasn't it was good. Bad. I did like a minute and a half, minute and a half. No grill grates, just straight Weber grate. And then it went back. I put it back on, kind of brushed it with some butter. Um, I don't know, another minute. It was it was four minutes tops, wasn't it, Tyler? It yeah. wasn't long. It wasn't long at all. And really, you probably could have pulled it off sooner. Yeah. Because it, it was more medium than medium it, yeah. rare, at that, I'd say. I wasn't worried about really temping it. I mean, I, when I saw it, it was like 126. I was like, I better get this off, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> it was good, though. It had, a, it had a char to it. Like, if you like a... That cast iron or seared, like really hard sear on the steak, that's the way to do it. Yeah. I myself would back it off about, I don't know, 500 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that was, Inferno. But not having the grill grates prevented you to, uh, you know, didn't yeah. keep the flames down and stuff. So it oh, was yeah. getting flame kissed. Flame kissed, just like a Burger King Whopper. <laughs> but it wasn't bad. It didn't no, have a burnt flavor. The butter made it really good, too. Mm-hmm. That's my new favorite and butter. And I, se- I only seasoned it with like salt and and a little steak rub yeah. for some crunch. Oh, it had it, crunch. It made a good crust. I'd do it again. I'd try it again. So, I mean, it wasn't the best steak I ever cooked. Heck no. no. You ain't going to beat grill grate ribeye controlled, like, you know, about 500, 525 degree grill. Eight-minute steak. Raise yeah. it up. Let it come up slow. That's my preferred method. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to cook one as a real. Fireball yeah, was not. Fireball steak. <laughs> So today we're going to talk about warm tropical weather, rum drinks, and jerk recipes. Man, that's three of my favorite things, and women on beaches. <laughs> <laughs> women on beaches. You had a lot of women on beaches this Man, trip. I, yeah, there was a lot of them, wasn't it? Normally, it's a bunch of old ladies hanging out. Not this time. Thong, 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 thongs came out, didn't they? <laughs> hey, a few of them recognized me. I did some videos with some of them. I should have been. You was loving it. <laughs> I was loving it. I ain't gonna lie, I'm like, <laughs> they, they treat me really good. Big boss in Jamaica, <laughs> I have a big time. 
Malcolm Lovett. I think it's because of my boyish charm. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> and my love of, of my love of rum. <laughs> and my ability to drink copious amounts of it. So I think. <laughs> Malcolm looked at me one time and said, thongs are back. Thongs are back. <laughs> I'm talking and those high thigh ones, too. Not, <laughs> like the 80s thongs, you know, you see on Miami Vice. Yeah. That's the ones that are back, Jack. <laughs> That's the ones I remember from a kid. Like, whoa, what kind of bathing suit is that? That's not the standard issue YMCA version. That's that South Beach. <laughs> South Beach thongs. I'm all about it. But first, we're going to talk about our grand opening. Yeah, coming up March, March 6th. the 6th. How do we end up opening a retail shop, Malcolm? I don't know, but it's probably the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. I don't know where I got the idea that it would be just like, you know, the lobby of our office building, and we're just going to have some rubs and sauces in there, and people can come in and, and buy those, and it would be a simple process. We were all just going to pitch in. And yeah, run we'll just take turns running it, and it won't be no problem at all. And next thing you know, whew, you got to have a manager, and you got to have some employees in there running the counter, and you got to have some stock clerks, and you got to have some warehouse people. <laughs> You got to have inventory for that, totally separate than all the other stuff. It's a it's its own beast to be, I don't know, seven hundred fifty square yeah, foot of space. It's small. It's super small, but it's fun. It is fun. The grand opening is going to be real fun. We're going to um, pull out all the grills we have here, fire them up. Um, I got my buddy Chad and Harley from Traeger. Look, Chad Ward from Traeger's coming, and we're going to do some demo, and we're going to fire up the outlaw pits, Mark. Is that Mark and Mikey are actually on their way back? Where I just talked to them with a trailer load of outlaws, and they're bringing back a monster one. It's the big dog. I think it'll hold a hundred butt stick burner. So you, it's sixteen foot long. I think. How does it keep an even heat? It's just um, Jay. Jay's got it figured out to where the firebox, the opening into that uh, cook chamber is the right size. The pipe on the end is the right size. It's drawing there. He's got it. He's got that pit lined out to where to cook two whole hogs in the end on a stick burner. Do you have to do a lot of rotating? Uh, I've never cooked on it. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah. This is what they've told me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming that you do have to. Well, I don't know. He made That's, this hog carousel where you could pull them in and out and rotate them and all that. Yeah. Well, you have to so, do that on any pit, but yeah. I'm talking butts or ribs or something. I don't know. Yeah. The premise was I'm going to try if this impressive. pit works good. We're going to fill it up with ribs, and then we're probably going to use it at Memphis and May if we have Memphis and May. Mm-hmm. That's going to be our main cooking machine at Memphis and May, a stick burner, because I love that flavor that gave those ribs. Yeah. And then we'll show off of one of the smaller ones. It'll kind of be the show pit. So that's I like the, the goal. texture. I like the texture yeah. of ribs. You can't beat the flavor there. on them. I mean, they're good. It's yeah. just it's, it's barbecue, man. That's what a stick burner is. It's barbecue. So uh, we also have a special guest for the grand opening. We do. <laughs> this was like Michael brought, Michael turned me on to, well, he's he's kind of one of the reasons why we started doing TikTok because all the kids are watching TikTok now. So we said, well, let's do a TikTok channel. And I found, he found this guy called Stale Cracker from Louisiana. And he is a trip. He'll he'll put whatever he cooks on a cracker and he, <laughs> he'll put that Cajun two-step to it and funnel a beer. And so I was like, man, I'm going to send a message to this dude and see if he wants to come out here and hang out with us because we're going to fire up our crawfish pots and jambalaya pots and do some Cajun stuff. And I said, man, I'd like to get to know him, you know, see what he's all about. So I actually talked to him, and Tyler's kind of set it all up. We're going, um, 
He's coming up on a Friday. We'll probably do a podcast or something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take him to La Siesta and put him on that polo top of tears, <laughs> put that on a cracker dude. <laughs> and then we're going to hang out at the shop all day on the grand opening. And who knows? He might do some TikToks. We might do some live stuff. I don't know. What, what all you got? Have you, have you started planning for it yet, Tyler? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's excited. He's tickled. Even in one of the little, uh, I kind of did a little promo on it on one of the TikToks we shot yesterday where I put one of the shrimps I did on a cracker. So we'll see if we, that makes TikTok. I don't know how stupid I look doing it, but TikTok's one of the platforms you can look stupid <laughs> Yeah, <on>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, we're going to have a lot of guys out there, a lot of help, Mark and Jamie from Swan Life. But and, Keith Riles is going to come by yeah. and do some demo stuff. We're going to have a lot of guys that know. Mojo's coming, do yeah. some demo stuff. Yep. So we're going to have Traeger guys. We're going to have guys that know stick burners, guys that know drums. We're going to have Cajun influence. We're going to have it all. Crawfish. Right here in Hernando. Yep. Yep. We're going to have some crawfish. We're going to have plenty of food. What, what are we cooking? We're going to do ribs. We're going to do wings. We're going to do crawfish, jambalaya, probably do some pork butts, probably mm-hmm. do some barbecue bologna, one of my personal favorites. Had to fire it up some sausage balls or something for towards the brunch side of things during yeah. the breakfast. Um Sausage balls on a pellet or a, so a, good. a smoker, really yeah. good. We'll do, uh, probably going to do some kind of beef. I don't know if we're going to do brisket or try, probably do some tri-tips for sure. I love showcasing how you can do tri-tips on those pellet grills. But I'm thinking about doing like uh, either a prime rib or a strip loin, what? that kind of style. Something, or do some ribeye, we're going to do some ribeye steaks on, on, on the grill grates. Yeah. Maybe put one of those thousand degree ones versus the... <laughs> Versus the old competition SCA style ribeye, see which ones taste better, and it's just going to be a fun day hanging out. You don't have to you don't have to stay all day. Just come through and check out the shop. Yeah, if you're local, talk to us, and if you're looking for a grill, we got you. Might, might learn something. That's what uh, that's what I said on the promo. I listened to the promo because we did a <laughs> the radio, radio promos. <laughs> I heard hey, it this morning. <laughs> do you like to grill like I do? <laughs> well, come on out the grand opening. How to barbecue right, Malcolm Shop. So on the promo, you but, said, you know, we've got food, we've got prizes, we've got fun. Got a you dunk said, tank. <laughs> you said we've got games, but we don't have no games. We got to come uh, up with some games. We'll put cornhole boards out there. Okay. If you can throw a hole in one from, I don't know. Maybe we can put that on the sidewalk we did. Cornhole sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We can do some cornhole. Uh, would you do the dunk tank? We got to find somebody. I'm here. not doing a dunk tank. <laughs> We can have a hot wing eating contest. Okay. Rib eating contest. I would like to see if we can find somebody to eat a whole pork butt. We should invite one of them competitive eaters. Can you eat this pork butt? And we could, that might be a future still thing. Got- Jot that down, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> That's a challenge we right still there. Got time. We've definitely got the Reaper jerky. We could do that. That's a game. Play which one's a shell game with it. You got to eat whichever <laughs> one you pick. It'll be two Reapers and whatever else. I don't know. I'll come up with something. Yeah. Did I say games? We did. Did I say live animals and like petting zoos and stuff too? <laughs> no. I did really kind of want to get a hog out here, but I don't know. What, I don't know like a what live the, one? I don't know what the uh, the rules on that would be. I can't bring livestock out to the public, I don't think. Sure you can. We can find some 4-H kid. We live in Mississippi. A, 4-H kid to bring one of them show hogs up here. I don't know. That's a future, that's a future thing. Yeah. We've got other opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to be fun though. I think the weather's supposed to be nice. I saw. Funny. I looked today. They're calling for like fifty-seven degrees, sunny with a little bit of clouds, but no rain. Um, so you know, we should be able to be outdoors now. If it rains, all this changes. 
Don't come. <laughs> yeah, don't come. If it's not a rain or shine event, it's a shine only. We'll have 95.3 The Rebel. 95.3 The Rebel's going to be here broadcasting live, playing good old country music. They come here if they want to stay on my be Uh, They're the classic country station. Yeah, they play all the hits from the, I don't know. 70s, 70s 80s. 80s, 90s. 2000. How far does that keep going, man? I don't know. They were playing The Judge this morning when I was trying to listen to your spot. I like The Judge. Old so, school country. Yeah. Let's talk Jamaica. Okay. Now you're talking my language, Mom. <laughs> Why do you like Jamaica so much? I really don't know. I think it's the lifestyle and the people. Um, of you all the places, well. of all the places I've been, it's the happiest people on earth. They and everything's laid back. You don't get on any kind of schedule. Don't get in a hurry for anything. They're not going to rush you. You know, if you want to sit there and enjoy yourself for two or three hours drinking rum, they're going to probably sit down and enjoy some with yeah. you. You know, I just like it. The weather's perfect there. It's not too hot. It's never cold, but I'm, I've never been cold there. The water's beautiful. The uh, food's delicious. I think the Jamaican cuisine, that's, I love I love jerk stuff. I love the spices of the jerk spice. I've always, you know, always had a fondness for that. Yeah, so. when did you start liking jerk? Like, when did you try your first jerk? It was probably. Or prob- something, you know, Caribbean flavored. It, it had to be like... Younger at a wing joint or something. They would do jerk or Caribbean yeah. style wings, and mainly it wasn't a dry season. I remember Central Barbecue had one a long time ago. They did a jerk seasoning. They did a jerk wing that was really good. So that was probably, I don't know, it's, it's been a long time. And I didn't go to Jamaica until we got married, mm-hmm. which was 12 years ago. And that's where we first got to really experience some of the food there. Try, you know, not just the resort stuff, try some of the stuff out from some of the little restaurants and yeah. shacks around. And that's what I try to do. We didn't get to do as much of that this time because of COVID. We didn't get to really leave resort. But they have, I mean, we went to Sandals. I mean, it's the, I don't know, what did you call it? The middle class Riviera. <laughs> <laughs> but their food there is amazing. Like, well, I've been to, for I've been to, you know, we've been to Turks. We've been to the Bahamas. We've been, you know, a couple other places, Mexico. The food in Jamaica to me is just above and beyond I don't I, for think- what I like. The Bohemians are awesome people, but... Cuisine's not as good, mm-hmm. is it? They got the conch going for them, which I like fresh conch, conch salad and conch fritters, but... That's about it. That was the highlight. Yeah. $9 Cheetos. <laughs> Jamaica's got the best food, I they think. They do. I do, too. So far. We haven't tried... Uh, I mean, their fish is good. Their chicken's good. The beef that we've had there is good. Um, you love the beef patties and the jerk I patties. Do. I like the simple stuff. I mean, fish and full, jerk chicken, the sausage, the jerk pork. Which their jerk pork this time, I have to say, it kind of let me down a little bit. Because yeah. after I come back home and kind of figured out how I like jerk pork, the, the way to do it to where it's tender and soft and melt in your mouth, it's way better than what they did there. There's they don't render it. I mean, they cook it good. It's cooked over fire and it's it has the jerk flavor. flavors, but they just don't render it enough. So it still has a lot of the you know the fat still there. So it's more chewy. The texture is a little off to me. And if they would, if they would do what I what I would do recommend is like do the jerk in full like after they did that jerk pork and like they did the fish in full they wrap it up and cook it if they put it over the fire get all the crust going all those jamaican seasons cook down in it and then wrap it up and then finish it off to where it's almost fall apart oh man that's pretty much your jerk pork recipe that's it yeah Yeah. and it's good it's dynamite how would you like their flavors i mean you know they'll get as hot as you want to get those scotch bonnets i mean they'll fire you up I've never had anything down there that I thought was like, ooh, 
too hot. Yeah, you know? even their Hellfire sauce they served wasn't, I mean. It's got a good burn to it. It's more like the they want you to get fruity the flavor. Burn. Yeah, it's yeah. a flavor, fruity, you know, doesn't just stay with you and it hurt you. It stays a heat. little bit, yeah. but it doesn't hurt. Yeah. That's what that's what I like about it. That's what that's the kind of heat I like. I don't want some heat that's going to bring me to my knees and going to have my mouth. Misery. You know, mis- misery for 30 minutes after I eat it. Yeah. That's not good to me. Want something that makes you want to drink the red stripes a little yeah, faster. Yeah, get those red stripes. <laughs> Man, I had the red stripe lights in the, in the little can, in the little skinny, like, ultra can this year. First time I'd seen those. I don't know if it's because there's a shortage of aluminum in Jamaica or what. But those cans and those little red stripe lights, man, they went down like water. They were good. They were so good. I wonder if we could find those here. I had never seen them. Uh-uh. Even when we posted that picture on there, uh, people were commenting on it that they'd never seen. It blew their mind, you know, <laughs> red stripe light in a can like that. Never had it. Now, they had red stripe light draft every time, ever since we've been going. Mm-hmm. But I've only seen red stripe in a bottle or a can, so that's the first time I've seen the light. I think they were hard to find. They were just hooking up the Grande Gringo. Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> But it was uh, good. It was really good. So, how would you rank this particular trip to Jamaica? Because it's about eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it up to eleven every day. <laughs> what was the best thing you drank? The absolute best. Oh man, that's tough. There, probably just that. Uh, that twelve-year-old rum and bitters. Oh yeah, you I got on the rum on and I got on the rum and bitters because. One of the Jamaicans I got to talking to is like, man, you know, I just drink rum and we add a little bitters because it tones down. It it's like a digestive, it, or it's however you say it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's to settle your stomach from drinking rum. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the best of both worlds. So when you go, like anytime I've been there, you can. Get, it's pretty much unlimited, whatever you want. Yeah, and you can drink all the fruity sweet drinks you want, but you get I get after a day of those, I'm like, no. I'm done with that. I need yeah. something. You know, I'll, I'll just give me some beer and give me some rum, and I'm happy. And so I just got on the got on the rum and the bitters. Those are almost like desserts. Those you know, hummingbird drinks and the yeah, Bob the, Marley's and the the coladas. Yeah, I do like a the lot of coladas. coladas. <laughs> I had a lot of coladas. Well, I had a lot of coladas too. <laughs> hey, what's the other but one? They're we almost had that like a good? breakfast the, or uh, a dessert. The BCC. With the with the extra dark rum on top, you know, it was the frozen one. It was like banana and had like chocolate liqueur, and I don't one? know what it was. What did the BBC stand for? BCC. <laughs> the BBC. I don't know. I don't know, Shell. What does that stand for? <laughs> it stands for what is it? The uh, bananas. Yeah. Coconut cream. Ah oh, man. Is that what it was? Bananas, yeah. coconut, and cream? British Broadcasting uh, <laughs> Conservatorship for Summer Communications. I don't know. <laughs> that's right. But no, that's a good drink. And uh, um, I, I mean, you know, you can have one of those a day. Oh, yeah. It's beach, great to start off drink. with. You're not feeling that, you know, you drank too much rum the night before. You, for, I always had a yeah. Bloody Mary, a spicy Bloody Mary for breakfast, and they would put that Blaze Fire sauce in it. That was the hot sauce. It was like a Jamaican hot sauce, Scotch bonnet sauce. And it sauce. was a little spicy. And they would that. And they had the Liam Perrins, and I would get a little extra olive juice in it, kind of make it a little dirty Bloody Mary. And they, you know, they didn't have a Bloody Mary mix. It was just tomato juice. Man, their tomatoes there taste so good. That's what always, you know, impresses me by how fresh their fruit tastes. Like it doesn't taste like what we get at the grocery store. Their pineapple, their their Jamaican oranges. 
they have you know a little more tartness to them, and it's They're just, almost like lime. yeah, you, you couldn't find them. lemons and limes. They didn't have they don't have lemons and limes, or they, there was a shortage of them. Yeah, so everything had an orange with it. So if you did a shot of Don Julio, or <laughs> but did you, you mind orange. that orange? No, I liked it. it I liked that, it. Yeah, what you're going for that you know? Yeah, I mean, I just and there was a one juice that I really thing. liked that they would always stock in the room. It was like a uh, guava papaya juice, man, that stuff's so good with rum. It's good by itself, but with rum, I don't know. I I have like in the summertime, I love bourbon. Don't get me wrong, bourbon's one of my drinks. I have a ton of it at home in my office here. But rum it's is not like, a I, hot weather. Yeah, it's not rum. Rum something I can sip during during hot months. Do you like rum better than a vodka? Uh yeah, it's got more flavor too. Yeah, me. it does. Especially you taste the, that sugar cane carameliness in it. You know? Especially the ones that have been aged. Um, they vodka, have that. you really don't taste. If it's good vodka, it don't have yeah. much taste at all. Although I did have them ladies drinking the, the pina coladas instead of using white rum, using that, uh, it was like a whipped vodka. It was like a, what was it called? They were at some, it was like a bachelorette or a wedding party. And so it was the, it's not whipped vodka. It's a vanilla it a vodka. Vanilla, yeah. It was a vanilla vodka, and they did that in the pina colada. And that guy said, "Oh, this is dangerous, mom. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't tell them ladies to drink that." I was like, "Oh, they gonna be all right." They were loving on you. <laughs> <laughs> that was. The I night. did a live Instagram with one of them. That was the night you were sitting at the bar, and they were standing at the bar, and you were right about chest level with all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was boob level. You were, you were boob level, and they kept hugging you. I was like, all right. <laughs> Enough. Get off my man. I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want to chill. Tossing some chicks. You don't care about the young thoughts. That- <laughs> don't say that. That's inappropriate. I'm sorry. I don't know. My, you don't my, know. They, they might be very nice ladies. I'm sure they were. That's what they was doing in Jamaica, having a good old time. What was the best thing you ate? The best thing I ate, um, some I think Tyler asked me this yesterday. I'm gonna have to say it was the smoked um, swordfish tartare. I was, was surprised at how good that dish was. It was like I guess they had smoked some swordfish and they kind of chopped it up ceviche style and they put it in this ring mold, topped it with a bunch of pickled uh, little vegetables and things like that. It had really good spice to it and good seasonings to it. And they took it off, and it's kind of like this is mold. I, I took a, I've got a picture of it on my phone. I need to share it if yeah. I didn't. Man, it had the. I'd never had swordfish like that. It was really good. So, how is it um, tartare if it had been smoked? Because I thought the I, I thought tartare tar was raw. I, I think it, it, it's kind of. Yeah, you don't have to follow. all yeah, the rules. you don't have to follow all the rules. <laughs> it's like, you know, it wasn't necessarily raw or like ceviche, but it'd been yeah. smoked. It had essence of smoked. It still might have been on the raw side. I don't know. Yeah. But it was really good. I mean, the jerk chicken's fantastic. The jerk shrimp that I came back and did the recipe on was really, really good. I thought about that because <clears> one <throat> of the best things I had was a jerk shrimp salad. And yeah. It had like a citrus vinaigrette. And it had some cucumbers in it and some of their tomatoes and things like that. It was really, really their good. Their cucumbers and tomatoes taste so, so much better. Yeah. It's a sunshine. I mean, it reminded. Yeah, it did. It tastes like sunshine. They were good. Would but you, is that the best thing you had? The jerk shrimp salad. It, it was up there. Yeah. yeah, I had some lamb chops that were pretty good. Man, but lamb was amazing in Jamaica for some reason. I guess that's a thing. 
Yeah, they do uh, a lot of lamb, a lot more lamb. There was than a, I what was a curry? There was one curry dish that we had. Oh, it was it was curry mutton. Yeah, and that was surprisingly. I'm not like lamb. I like some lamb. It can't taste like real muttony or sheepy. And I was like, <laughs> when you got that curried mutton, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna like this. And you tried it and said it was good, so I tried it. And it didn't have. It had a really good flavor. I don't know. That must have been a well kept old sheep or something. <laughs> He was happy. Maybe they maybe they've been feeding him rum. I'm not that crazy. I love yeah. lamb, but I'm not that crazy about curry. If it's right. too, it wasn't. Curry, but you know, island curry is different than is. like Indian curry. It is. It is not as pungent as strong. It's just it's more about the spice and the flavors. I guess a curry is just a blend of the spices they have on hand. I mean, it's, I'm sure it came from like African influence or something. Is what I would guess. It was spices that they that people had brought over there. And that's kind of where it developed into that style. But it's, I mean, it's kind of where I guess jerk came from too. Jerk originally was a way to preserve meat, is why they did it. They put all those spices and marinades and things on, and they put it on meat and they cooked it over first. If you think of barbecue, mm-hmm. that was the beginnings of it. Yeah. And it was all that jerk style. And they used the spices that they had at their availability, you know, just what, and that's how I guess there was peppers and they would, you know, use some kind of salt and the citrus fruits and fresh herbs. And that's, that's what made it. So it was a way to preserve it, to keep it yeah, fresher? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, I guess, jerky comes from. You think about jerky coming from you know, yeah. native influence. So that's that's kind of what it was. It was a way to preserve meat for later consumption because you, know, you don't have a way to really cook it or store it. That's the main thing. Yeah. They let them store it. So That's kind of interesting. We need to do more research. Yeah. And there's, that. you know, there was one, uh, like, you know, they have these excursions, these island tours. You can do stuff. There's one I wanted to do where it's like, go learn to cook Jamaican all day. It was like an all-day thing. You go to one of these, I guess it's a rum plantation or something, and they teach you how to prepare an authentic Jamaican meal. And, you know, you spend all day doing it, and then at the end of the meal or the end of the day, you all eat outside under these you know, big grove of trees or something. I want to do that next time we go. Yeah, I would definitely do that. That's kind of up. That's our kind of excursion. Yeah. I'm not doing Dunes River, Dunes River Falls or whatever. Bring your mosquito spray and your best aqua shoes and climb up these rocks. Make a human chain and pull each other up. No. Y'all go for that, dog. None of that for the kid. I'm going to go to the rum plantation. I'm going to go with them white suits and a big brim hat like Panama Jack. Kick back. I could see you retiring down there, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah, definitely. Man, I, I wanted to stay. Open me up a little jerk shack somewhere and shells do by some barbecue. Yeah, shells by the sea to specialize in barbecue and jerk food. We did a lot of floating. That's pretty much what we spent our time with. Yeah. You just float around. In the water. <laughs> float around. In the ocean or in the pool or in a pool bar. You had a What good- more could you want? You could just step right out, hop in the pool, float around, listen to music. Have some drinks. One night you had too many drinks. You didn't make it to dinner. Yeah. My medicine might have got in on me then. (laughs) You know they got medicine in Jamaica, right? (laughs) So you always come back and do a recipe kind of inspired. I do. So this time you did jerk shrimp. shrimp. But I've got a few more in mind, too. Yeah, Actually, I've cooked some jerk chicken last night just to do it, their style. It was good. It was good. I, got, I, don't, I didn't eat much of it because we did all that other stuff, but it's in the fridge. You you kind of came, you did that to, to t- uh, test and tune, I guess. Well, I had so much of my marinade left over from the shrimp, but the shrimp didn't take that much. And then I bought, um, I had a bottle of that Walker's Wood, which is like the Jamaican marinade. And that stuff's fire hot. I had the hot and spicy one. It will light you up. I think it's pretty much a jar of scotch bonnet peppers <laughs> with 
some kind of a little bit of liquid in there just to make it pasty. I wouldn't recommend that. Um, Straight by itself, that, that stuff's fire hot. Yeah. You know, I've done it before on pork tenderloin one in a pinch. The, the fresh marinade you make up in the food processor is much better. I agree. Or my recipe for it's much better. It looks better on the meat, too, really. Yeah, because that stuff's, I mean, it's dark. Um, did anything inspire that jerk shrimp recipe, or is it just? Yeah, the shrimp we had there. I was trying to, I mean, it's super easy. I mean, you just make up the, a jerk marinade. That jerk marinade's good on fish. It's good on chicken. It's good on pork. It's good on lamb. It's good on whatever you want to put it on. You just don't need to do it too long when you don't seafood because it'll start the cooking process because it's got lime juice in it, lemon juice in it, you know, a lot of herbs and seasonings. It's going to start cooking on the on the on a delicate piece of meat. And so, how long would it take it if you <clears> just <throat> left it in there? Well, I'd say an hour and it'd be done. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it'd be like jerk ceviche or something. It'd cook yeah. it pretty, I mean, you don't take long. Let's try that one time. It'd be. I think it would be uh, that marinade's kind of stout. So yeah. if you did that in it, oh. it's going to be fire hot. You know? It'd be too much. You'd need yeah, more you need more lime juice. The heat, and... when you cook it, when you, you know, when I cook it, a lot of it cooks off and it cooks, the flavor cooks in, but then I tossed it with some vegetables. Like I did, a, I call them jerk seasoned vegetables. It was just thinly sliced red, yellow bell pepper and onion seasoned with jam and jerk, a little, you know, sauteed a little ginger and a little garlic in there in the pan first and then put the shrimp on top of it. That's what kind of t- tones. It, it was, it was, it was really, really good too. Did your wife try it? She did, and she, she like loved it. Really, really? good. It was good. gone in like twenty seconds. Really, literally. which one she liked better, the jerk shrimp or the uh, garlic butter shrimp? She liked the jerk better. Elliot liked the other. Oh, one. Oh, you got your kid to eat it too. Cool, man. That's, good. That's awesome. Tyler said no shrimp for him. Yeah, you don't do shrimp. I can't believe you didn't try it, man. Those mushrooms are good though. They were, yeah. <laughs> but that was, you know, I, where'd you find the shrimp? Those were just from Kroger. I didn't, I didn't do anything special with them. Those were just Gulf shrimp, the large thirteen, fifteen, I think. Raw shrimp, you peeled them for me. Mm-hmm. They were already deveined, so it makes yeah, it's it easy super peel. easy. And then dried them really good with pepper towel and put them in the marinade for a little while. How long do you think you kept them in the marinade? Long enough to get 15, the grill 20. hot, then get the cast iron hot and give the vegetables about two minutes. It wasn't long. I mean, that whole recipe took you know, less than an hour. It because, was probably one of the fastest recipes. Yeah, it took longer cooked. probably to prep everything up, make the marinade, and then get the coals hot. I mean that was that was the hardest part of it. Everything else was super easy. It's a you know to me I don't know if that would be like a main course if it, you could pair it with something to make it main course like serve it with rice, rice and peas yeah, or yeah something or some other veg or something like that. But it's I mean to me it make a really good appetizer I think like so you just too. bring that skillet of shrimp out, let everybody kind of go at it, and then serve your jerk chicken and serve jerk chicken with it and some sausage or jerk pork. What do you think about their jerk sausage? Their sausage. Mm. It had it was it was kind of a a take on chorizo to me, and at one restaurant on the they called it Italian chorizo, but uh, it had I think what they did they just made up a link sausage using jerk seasoning. It's not going to beat um, country meat packers. Yeah, country pleasing, country yeah, it better than Cooper's. Is it? Um, but it was really good. I need to show how to make the rum and bitters. I got some of that twelve year old album. That's a that'd be a good one. Um. Well, so your veg, could you have used other veg? Could you just oh, yeah. use red? What do you use? Red, yellow, peppers, and onions? And onion, yeah. yeah. I mean, some other stuff that I see, they use a lot of uh, zucchini, um, like green zucchini and squash. That's, that's you know, they cut that up into kind of like julienne style little strips, and they use that in a lot of their dishes for garnish or to accompany with it. They did, I mean, we had a lot of vegetables. I mean, it, Steam. I don't. Know, I guess they were our steam kind of vegetables. Like yeah, we had all kinds of vegetables, cauliflower, and um, 
cucumber. I mean, they, they've got they're a lot raw of fresh vegetables produce. Yeah, they're yeah, their, their salads. Pet, it so. is really good. Um, the one thing I like when you cook shrimp, and you're really good about this, is they pop in your mouth. That, yeah. They're not overcooked. That's the big thing with them. You can't cook them too long. Like this shrimp I cooked yesterday, minute and a half each side. As soon as yeah. you see them start to turn white or opaque, you know, they lose that translucentness that a shrimp has. They're getting close to done. And I knew I was putting them over in that hot iron skillet with the vegetables, so they were going to continue to carry over. So you can't cook them too far. And that's the big thing. And, you know, you've, I've, there's, I don't tell you how many times, even at the restaurants we go to, the shrimp's overcooked. I mean, it's good, yeah. but it's overcooked. I guess I'd rather be on the undercooked side on shrimp and scallops and lobster than I had. And I that was agree. my that was my hang up a lot. I had lobster one night. Uh, but it's Caribbean lobster. It's raw yeah. lobster. So it's naturally a little bit tougher, but it's so easy for them to overcook it. I mean, it's, you, it's I don't smaller. care how much butter you put on it and stuff. You can't save it overcooked seafood like that. Mm-mm. It just gets leathery. So I went back and um, checked the website to see, like, what was your first jerk recipe? Because you, you got a bunch. What was my You're first jerk one? Man. Jerk chicken? It was a jerk chicken recipe in 2013. Wow. That's been a long time ago. That has been a little, it was 11 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> really? That was the very first one. I figured I would have done one. Uh-huh. Oh, I you guess should... when we first got married, I wouldn't do videos back then. Yeah. So that, that was like was... your first, you know, yeah. put it out there recipe. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily that you cook. Yeah. 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 First recipe, YouTube recipe. Yeah. What did I cook it on? The old Black Weber? Yeah. That was the one that, that was you the SCA, like, my first steak contest winning grill. Yeah. The Marlboro Grill. The Marlboro Grill. That was the fa- <laughs> the famous Marlboro Grill. Yeah. Um, in the video, you broke down a whole chicken, but you kind of butchered it a little. <laughs> <laughs> Your skills on breaking down a chicken weren't that great then. Um, I don't know why I did that. Why didn't I just buy it cut up? I don't know. We thought it'd make a good recipe. Yeah. But you had a two zone fire set up with grill grates. Mm-hmm. I did um, use the grill grates on it. Yeah. I went and I looked it up. That. Uh, is that recipe, is that video still out there? Oh, yeah. It's really? terrible. I look, is it in the backyard on the little patio? Oh, with yeah. Michael running around in a diaper, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and a cat pooping over the corner or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yellow kitchen. Yellow yeah. kitchen days. That's where it all started. Bad editing, bad videography. Yeah. But the recipe was fire. Yeah, it's it was. Like That's my, what I say. Yeah, you got to make that jerk chicken for me. It is good. It really yeah. is. I made a marinade with that one, didn't I? Um, made my own jerk season. That's that was the start of the jam yeah, and jerk. It really was. Then you did a Caribbean chicken wings. Yeah, Caribbean. Caribbean. You seasoned them. You grilled the chicken wings, and then you just tossed them in a cur- cur- that, Yeah, a sauce. I've got you know I've got that jerk or, or Caribbean hot sauce. That there's a Caribbean sauce that I'm making. I'm, got different variations of it it kind of changes every time i think it's something to tweak but that's one eventually i want a bottle for something whether it's for wings or for using on pork or chicken or whatever it's so good good sauce you could use it wherever i started just kind of making the base of my barbecue sauce and started going with caribbean flavors in it and getting it the right um you know kind of the right flavor and i've also done it where i've added some rum to it and kind of cooked that off and things like that and it's man it's, it's good you like to use your barbecue sauce as like a base. Yeah, I like to take that and do stuff with it. Same with the vinegar too. I mean, it's so it's so versatile. It's not just a sauce out of the bottle you got to pour on meat. It's a great foundation for making other things too. You'd recommend other people doing that with yeah. whatever their sauce, so- whatever know. your favorite sauce is, or, or my sauce if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Buy some of that. That'd be awesome. 
But yeah, there's all, you know, I, I, I do that a lot. A lot. A lot. That's like your go to. Yeah. 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 Um, then you did the jerk spare ribs. Do you remember those? I do remember cooking jerk ribs. Yeah. I, I, I know I did them in full. Yeah. Then, uh, you season them, season them with jerk season. You spritzed them with pineapple juice, cooked them on the drum. Ooh. That's probably why they were so freaking yeah, good. Yeah, probably was. Um, then you glazed them with like this chunky jerk sauce. Man, they were good. I don't know if you've ever done that recipe again. I don't think I have. Yeah, I need to though. But I do remember those were really good. And you did two slabs and we took one slab. To, I remember uh, one of my friends that like lived down the road was pregnant at the time. We took them to her and she, I think she ate the whole, whole slab. slab. <laughs> Wouldn't share them. <laughs> they were really, really yeah. good. I need to do those again because yeah, I hadn't I so. done a jerk rib in a long time. That one might be a good TikTok too. Just update right. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just update a little bit, do a revision. See if I would change anything. I mean, it was pretty easy. 2.0, jerk ribs 2.0. Yeah. Then you did um a jerk pork tenderloin slaughter. Those were money. And we've used My favorite two. So the favorite two jerks that I've ever done were those little jerk pork tenderloins. I've done those so many times and used them for catering gigs and all kinds Parties, of stuff. That football And things. the Big Mon Burger. Those are the two. I like that jerk. Which one did I the, the burger got the calypso sauce, though, right? That's where I started making the mayo with the scotch bonnet hot sauce. That sauce is so that's good on the port tenor ones too, though. And then we did like the mango pineapple slaw on one of them and or something. Well, the for the recipe that's on the website, um you season grilled and glazed some pork tenderloins and just sliced them thin. Super easy. And we had made a um Caribbean coleslaw and put it on Hawaii, you know, Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaiian bread, yeah. But we've done that it, kind of the same recipe, but used your grilled pineapple salsa from the Big oh, Mon Burger yeah. in replace of the coleslaw, and it was dynamite. even better. Dynamite. And I think yeah. we might have used a little calypso with it, too. That's that's one of those recipes that will hurt you. It's so good. Yeah. It's, the burger one was good enough to do a burger contest with. Oh, I've I mean, that. all the flavors work on it. Then you did a, your jerk pork. We kind of talked about that earlier. But you kind of took some thick cut. You used to write something down. Yeah, that's an idea. <laughs> What's your idea? You know, I did the fireball pineapple. Yeah, I've never done a rum pineapple like that, and Ooh, that would yeah. be so good. Because I was just thinking, like thick cut, thick cut pork chop or pork tenderloin. That could be a good dessert. And then put that pineapple that on top of it, so it's like a double thick sandwich. Or you could serve it over ice cream. You could. I'm thinking more meat savory. Sweet oh, okay. meat. I like sweet meat savory. I do too. I mean, desserts are good and all, but I'll get my calories from the rum. <laughs> <laughs> With your um, jerk pork, you kind of took some thick pork steaks. You seasoned them. You cooked them on the drum. You do. You do most of your jerk stuff on drums. I've noticed. I, to me, it's kind of closer to, to the uh, Jamaican way of doing them. I mean, yeah, they do. It's authentic. All theirs, the drum turned sideways. Like you see. <laughs> so you know that you think of. A lot of their food is like street food, Jamaican cuisine. I mean, they have some restaurants and stuff, but a lot of it's nightlife street food type stuff. So you see these guys come out in the afternoons. They start burning down their wood, making their coal bed, and these split drums that are turned sideways, and they got some kind of stand they try to put them on. Do they, they bring even it. have lids? Are they even like closed? Um, sometimes. Or is it just kind of open? Most of the time, they're just kind of open. Yeah. They'll do their fire on one side, kind of have them two zones or whatever. They might have. You might get somebody that's fancy enough to go that has one with some type of lid hinge or something on it where they yeah. can close it. But a lot of times it's just a, 
a pit. You know, it's just an old school pit. And so they, they get that same flavor that you get in the drum. And that's why a lot of times I'll use my drum for it. I need to see if I can find somebody to, or get me a old half gallon or, you know, 50 gallon drum turned on its side. It'd be my jerk drum or jerk grill or whatever. Or, that's just what <clears> I remember, <throat> like having jerk or not. We didn't do jerk, <laughs> but like barbecue chicken, you know, just yeah. old school yeah. barbecue chicken. And a, and a lot of people do that in the United States. I mean, they, they do barbecue that style. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of cities, they'll have these street guys come out and they just got a, a pit they bring out and they do sausages or they might do you know, some kind of. I mean, you're not really seeing barbecue sandwiches or stuff like that, but <clears throat> it's more stuff that, that does well grilled Yeah, over fire, you know, I over just, real coals and fire. I like that flavor when they mop stuff on. Yeah, and let it drizzle down and all that. Yeah, I love that. It's hitting the coals. Anytime you do meat like that, it tastes so good. I agree. It gives it just a flavor that you just can't get. You can't reproduce. From any kind of commercial pit or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you're not getting that off a pellet grill. You're not getting that off an egg. It's got to be some fire below it, meat juices dripping down on it, and, you know, just making the aroma and it brings people <laughs> in for blocks. And that's what that's what it is. That's pit cooking. Yeah. You, know? you get your white towel to blot the block, sweat. Yeah, knock the flies away. <laughs> got you a squirt bottle to skirt the fire down, you know. And of course, you got some rum sitting around or some rum punch or some overproof or something. With that jerk pork recipe, um, you cooked it on the drum, you wrapped it, you seasoned it, jerk jerk seasoning, wrapped it, didn't put anything in the foil, but then you pulled it up just to get it, get it tender. You wrapped it in the foil. Then yeah. you pulled it out, glazed it, and kind of let it caramelize. Did that one, that I think glaze. that one started out with a boneless butt, didn't it? It and was then kinda, I kind of cut it thick, or I took yeah. a butt, and I just kind of cut it super thick. It was like thick pork yeah. steaks. Is kind of I know. Like. I, I want to do that again, except I want you know how I did the gringo butt when I when I did that to oh. make those tacos, where I just kind of scored it deep and had it all open up and still all connected on the bone. I just made these deep scores in it, and that would let all that jerk marinade get in there. And you could cook it as one whole piece, and then flip it over with the fat cap up, and then finish yeah. it off on the drum, and take it off, wrap it in full, and then unwrap it, and you just picked it. And I don't know, I guess you just eat it with the bread or just however you want it to, really. Sounds like something goes on taco show. Because, yeah, you know, they certainly, they don't really serve jerk chicken or jerk pork or something with, with the like a wrap or bread yeah, or anything. like a naan or a... Yeah, you just kind of eat the meat. It's keto lover's dream, I guess. <laughs> you don't have to have any carbs to go with it. Although they do those little festivals, which yeah. is like a, their it's version like a of a bad, churro. Yeah. And they do some kind of... Thick, uh, what's that? What was that bread called? It was like a heavy floured, real dense bread. I wasn't crazy about it. I tend to like the lighter stuff. Yeah, I like a good flour tortilla shell that's real light. Now they did do a jerk pizza that was really good. Yeah, and I, I'm going to do a version of that. You haven't done a grilled pizza in a long time. I know. Do a jerk thigh pizza though. You got to go thighs. Yeah, it's just so much juicier and flavor. Yeah. The flavors there. Then you did a jerk pork chops. Do you remember that? You did it on a Santa Maria grill. It was a windy day. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, a windy was day. Windy. Man, that thing got so hot that day. <laughs> God, that was hot. I thought I was going to. I thought I was going to burn the house down. <laughs> I, mean, I thought I was, was going to burn my camera up. I was putting a lump coal on it, feeding it lump coal. And the wind was like. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was whooping. I was feeding the fire because it's all open. You know, I, I could barely let it down to cook them because it would get so hot. I had to keep it raised up. Those were good, though. They got the sizzling. 
I got some cool pictures off that. Yeah. I remember that. It's a good recipe. Yeah. Um, and then you did some jerk pork belly bites. I did that last year. Are they? And I don't know if those yeah. did as well as I kind of thought they would. I don't know what that video is up to, but man, they were as good or better than the regular old pork belly burn ends, just because it had a different flavor on it. Yeah, and. I and really meant to revisit dark. that recipe with some other kind of flavors too, because you don't have to just do pork belly burn-ins barbecue style. Yeah. That just showed me that jerk style is good. There may be Asian style pork belly bites. There may be, a, you know, kind of that Mexican influenced style. You could go all kinds of different ways with that. To me, the Asian style <clears throat> is sounds so perfect. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Because they use pork belly so and much a lot anyway. Of style. Yeah. And they put the you imagine that with, with a good, it. you know, a good soy glaze kind of general sauce pork belly bites, <laughs> <laughs> and then serve it with like a kimchi and rice yeah, or something, yeah, something, you know, like that. Yeah, that'd be really good. Then you did your jerk mon burger. That was a that's one of my favorite burgers you've ever done. You always say that. It was. I mean, it was. It was really good. It was good. You're gonna have to make make some jerk now. Yeah. So we started a Facebook community. We did. And it's growing. Man, Tyler, what's it up to? It's, it's a, over 2,000. We're it? at 2.5. Already. It hasn't yeah. been very many weeks, too. I approved. I got on there this morning and probably approved 35, 40 new members this morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Started answering some questions. I try to jump on there you know, as much as I can. But uh, that, I mean, what I like, so we, we created it so people could ask questions and get dialogue going and jump in there. And not, it's not just me answering stuff. It's a place for everybody that likes the same kind of stuff I like, which well, is barbecue and cooking, yeah. to voice, you know, to to get a voice in there and to step up and to, you know share what they're doing. Because I really, I really love. I mean, sharing barbecue—that's what it's all about. Yeah, and that's a place to do it. That's the main thing. And it's, it's like a bunch of buddies, you know. I don't want it to get political. I don't want it to get you know bashing anybody. Uh, it's not promotional. You're not going to see me on there trying to hawk something. You know, if I'll give my advice or my take on something, I'm going to let you know if we got some new stuff coming out. But I think that's, you know. It's more of a place for people. You can't answer all the questions that we get. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it'd be a It's a place for people to help do that, though. Yeah, Yeah. it's a place for people to get answers. I don't know. know? For one, I don't know all the answers to all the questions people (laughs) ask. But it's a great place for me to learn and resources, too. I love, and I love seeing the stuff people are cooking. Man, we're getting some awesome stuff shared on there. We get ideas from it. There's people, you know, we've got these live streams coming up and people are asking good questions on there. So we'll address some of that stuff. And my favorite it, thing is when somebody says, I took your recipe and I made this change because yes. for whatever reason, you know, cause I like it this, I like it spicy. I like it, you know, whatever. And this is my version. I love that. I yeah. love that. Taking it and making it your own and, and sharing how you did it. I just wish I could try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all, that's the only stipulation on some of those. Uh, something that caught my eyes today, I don't know if it was the guy first joined or whatever, but it posted a picture of it looked like bacon-wrapped jalapeno poppers or ABTs or mm-hmm. whatever. Man, it was gorgeous. They were glistening. The bacon was cooked perfect on them. You could see the pepper and the cheese just looked hot and bubbly. It's like, man, that's it right there. I could go for some of those. <laughs> those, Philly, see, those Philly cheesesteaks were my favorite. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't man. see those. So There's so many, man, so many talented people out there cooking barbecue and sharing it on there. I love it. That's what it's about. So I pulled a couple questions off there, just a few. Okay. I was going to ask him. Tyler might get mad at you. He may have them staged for tomorrow. Oh. No, I'm no, sure. I, I got like 40. So. <laughs> We're good. We're good. 
Um, somebody was talking about buying their first pellet grill, and they want to keep it under a thousand dollars. Grilla, that's I think I actually saw that Jamie had already stepped up and gave them a good recommendation. If you're under a thousand bucks, I think the Grilla Grill Silverback is the way to go. I've cooked on them. They're they're cooking machines. Customer service is top notch. I mean, um, I th- I just think it's a good grill yeah. for for under a thousand bucks on a pellet grill. <clears throat> They've got those cool jerky racks now that you can use for rib racks or wing racks or whatever. I haven't seen those. I, I got to get me some of those. Mark has them. Can you use them on any pit or do yeah, they have I to? I think they'll fit on any pit. Yeah. I need to check and see if they'll fit on my Traeger though because I need some of those from Traeger. What, what is it? It's just like a little shelf system that lets you inst- just maximizes oh, the grill space oh. that don't have extra so shelves in there. It's like a baker's there. rack kind of. Kind of, yeah, but it'll hold like a ton of wings or racks of ribs or whatever. You can stack them like three high, so you're really using all your grill space. So yeah, yeah. Also, um, for something that's cooking. Yeah, somebody's low. gonna knock those off because that's. I mean, that's that, too smart. That's too smart. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, you're turning your one grill into so much more square inches of cooking space for you know smaller stuff. So if you let's say you're cooking wings and you're using that, will you have to you know rotate? No, I don't. It th- I mean, I have never or? cooked. Mark's cooked on them. He says no, they cook perfect. He he uses them for pizzas. He can cook like three or four pizzas at one time That's on it. Smart. Puts them on butcher paper, starts them, and as they cook and the crust sets, he jerks it out. And so, you, and then you just take the tray out, go to your cutting board, and serve them up. So you can, I mean, that's that's what I like about it. Yeah. Super handy. I'm guessing they're dishwasher safe too. I mean, they, oh, really? they're small enough. It's not. Yeah, that's what I look for. <laughs> <laughs> something you can throw right in the dishwasher. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot about something. Uh. Yesterday, when we were starting to cook, we realized that we had left a dot thermometer, <laughs> a Thermoworks dot thermometer out. In the snow. So we left it out there for, um, it had to be over a week. And it was probably closer got down to two to weeks. zero here yeah. with a tile, and yeah. it was freezing. Snow, rain, ice, whatever. S- still works. <laughs> I was like, I was kind of said a little prayer when I turned it on. I was like, please work. It was one of my new ones, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They fired up. Temperature was right. I was like, oh, man, that thing. A dot's bad to the bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you can leave it out there in those temperatures. Now and For see that how, long? Yeah. Send it to the desert or something, see how it does not taste. <laughs> <laughs> um, then somebody was asking about they're just not getting smoke flavor on a pellet grill. You got to turn those temps down. That's the whole thing. That's, they're saying even on high smoke setting. Um, I mean, it could be. It's just, there's, I mean, they, you just cheaper don't grill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's never going to give you now. That's the trade off from using pellet grills. They're easy. They cook really good barbecue on them, but you're never going to get the same flavor that you're going to get from a traditional pit, like a stick burner or like a drum. You're just not going to do it. They're they're not burning wood that way. They're burning efficient, and they're you know they're made with these compressed pellets, and it's just not as much not as much smoke flavor on them. Their question now, is: Is there a particular brand of pellets? That they could use, but you're probably yeah, I've used I've used a bunch of them, and I mean I, I like the Traeger pellets, the Barbecue's Delights pellets. I've burned the B and Bs. I mean they're all about the same. I hadn't I hadn't seen that much difference in them. Yeah, as far as flavor goes, I've I've played around using smoke tubes. I've added a piece of wood chunk to my top of my heat diverter before to give me some more smoke flavor. But the best way that I have found to get smoke in anything on a pellet grill is to start off low. Closer to 200, you can start off. Yeah, it's going to take you a lot longer to cook something, especially your big cuts of meat. And then you make it up. Once you get that meat up to about 140 internal, 
that's when you get your, you know, you raise the temp, make your time back up. You go up to 250, 275, finish things off, and you catch it back up. So it's about that swing and temp and letting it stay down there lower. I mean, the reason why it works at lower temps is because that pellet grill doesn't, doesn't drop as many pellets. It lets them sit there and smolder longer, so they are making more smoke and they generate more smoke at those lower, you know, in the cook chamber at those lower temps. It's more smoke, less heat. Yeah. Yeah. And the meat's absorbing it because that meat's not getting shocked by a high temp and locking up and getting tense. It's just laying there all loose and feeling like it's on a beach in Jamaica full of rum. It's absorbing all that good smoke. And then when it's took all that it can, you crank the temp up on it. I did see um, somebody had done a smoke bologna recipe, and they had it all set up for fixing to make just an old school bologna sandwich with smoked bologna. They had the mustard out and everything, the white bread. Yes. I love it. Square cheese. That's good, man. That's, that's, that's my language right there. I thought, I, I saw that. I was like, dang. Yeah. Kind of want to smoke barbecue uh, bologna man, sandwich. Man, there was a video I did a long time. I don't know if it was a video or just a recipe I did where it was called like the Mississippi Peacemaker. Yeah. There was the smoked bologna and the pulled pork on it and the coleslaw. God, that's a good sandwich. We did those at Memphis and May I was going to say, you came yeah. up with that at Memphis and May. That was yeah. kind of like one of those. You weren't on a beach in Jamaica drinking yeah. rum, but you were at Memphis and May. Yeah. <laughs> drinking a ton of what? Yeah. A mixture. Um, somebody, a was fireball. One, somebody was asking about your recipe for a seafood bowl. Boil? Um, yeah. They see, they, like they crawfish? Saw your, or, no, they oh, saw the crawfish, but they were talking about I did just the same a, way. I mean, that's I, yeah. I like the Cajun-style flavor, so I go about making the water, the pot, the exact same way. And then if I'm doing seafood, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll turn right around after we boil crawfish and throw shrimp in there. We'll throw crab legs in there. I mean, we, I've done blue crabs in them. I mean, yeah. you can boil whatever you want in it. That's how I do it. I still serve it with the corn, potatoes, sausage, um, all the other stuff that I like to throw in a pot. I mean, we put dill pickles in it, Brussels sprouts. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. So of course, you got to have the red skin sausage. You can keep them dill pickles. And they're so good. You can keep so other stuff, but. So good asparagus, green beans. I mean, y'all get a little too. I, I like it all. Crazy. I like it all, and I like once whole we get garlic. through whole garlic. Ooh. Yeah, once we get through boiling everything, I always throw pine. Like leave the top on a pineapple, cut all the skin off the outside, throw it in there, and just let, turn the pot off, and let those pineapples hang out till you're through eating, and then bring those out for dessert. Man, they're so good. Crawfish bowl pineapple. Y'all, but, yeah. They're not my favorite, but everybody oh, else love loves them. them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, so, it's so different. You know? Yeah, but yeah, I, as far as the seafood, I mean, you can some like some places they'll just use water or they'll stick. You know, they don't yeah. like a low country bull. They don't add. It might just be salt water that they're doing those in over in the Carolinas. They'll throw some old bay. Sometimes. Yeah, some you'll see them throw some old bay and stuff in there. But craw, a crawfish bowl is the way to go for all of it you get so much more flavor in there yeah the trick to it is don't leave it in there too long like we soak crawfish so we we usually boil crawfish about five depending on the time of the season their shells are softer right now so you can't boil them as long you can't soak them as long they'll just go to mush so depending on you know the seafood like for shrimp we'll bring a shrimp get the pot to a boil drop the shrimp turn the pot off and just let them soak for 15 20 minutes till a couple of them start floating and once they do that, they're done. All of them are done. Crab legs, they're already pre- they're already So you're cooked. not really boiling them, you're steeping them. Kind of. I mean, that water is boiling hot. You drop yeah. it in there, it's boiling hot. Yeah. But the, the whole thing is timing with it. Or they're going to, you ain't going to, like, so you put peel and eat shrimp in a pot. That's usually what we cook. 
then you boil them for five minutes or whatever, like a lot of these boiled recipes will say on the bag, and then it says take them out or whatever. They're cooked. You'll never get the peeling off of them. It's all mush. So if you'll just turn the pot off, start timing right then as soon as you drop them, and then watch them, give them a little stir, and as three or four of them start to float up, they're done. And the crab legs are already fully cooked. Like you buy snow crab legs or king crab legs, you're not. They're cooking those on the processing boat when they pull them up out of the daggum bare sea. So they're you know you're really just warming them back up. So they do the same thing. We drop the crab legs in there, turn the pot off, let them soak for 10, 15 minutes. They're back hot. They're getting some of that juice in there, and they're good to go too. The the legs are the legs won't be soft. They'll crack like they're supposed to. The meat will come out. Run it through some some melted butter, man. Little cream crawl on the table, dip that in that. That's some good stuff. Dad gum and see. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's called? Yeah. I've seen Deadliest Catch, world's most deadliest catch, whatever it is. Uh, there is a whole chain yeah. of uh that I love. It's like Malcolmisms going <laughs> on the uh Katie says she wants to make a shirt that's like top ten Malcolmisms. <laughs> Give it the wood. Give it the, give her the wood. Thank you. Yeah, give her the wood. <laughs> so uh, this Friday. <laughs> what? Ah, I just come up with what that stands for. <laughs> I couldn't get the R. I knew the D. <laughs> uh, I make myself laugh sometimes. So we're filming out the smoke um, yeah. this Friday. I am testing out my new crawfish bowl seasoning tomorrow. I've got a bag of crawfish ordered, and it just came in. It's hot right from the manufacturer, King Crawl Boil. And it's only available here in Hernando. Yeah, so. we're not shipping it. Yeah, I'm not shipping it because it's in a big bu- five-gallon bucket. So we do have that coming up. I'm, um, tomorrow, I'm eating crawfish here at the shop. Yep. We all are. We all are. I can't <laughs> eat the whole sack. Um, but we do have some new out the smoke videos coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. We got a filming those filming some more tomorrow too, right? Yeah, but we got some more That'd that are fixing to start dropping. Yeah. We got What's a dry age test. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the dry? I don't age like dry aged beef. Yeah. I don't. It's not that good to me. I like a good wet aged thirty forty five day beef that's been aged in the cryovac. But as far as dry aging goes, why do I want to mold my stuff on the outside? Cut that off and then think it's so good because I've I've took all the weight and all the good juices out of it. Man, no. That ain't for me. That's I'll pass. Much, yeah, that's pretty much what you said in the video. Did I say that in the video? It's I been a month so. since I filmed that. Um, you didn't use the grill grates in an air fryer, which turned out really good. And we'll bring Mark on and talk about you this You know, if we detail. would have been here during the blizzard of 21... I would have been doing that at home with yeah. everything I got in the freezer. Yeah. I'd have been cutting everything down to size, the air fry, the air grill. Yeah. That's what it was, an air grill. But y'all did pork chops, and they were good. They were dang good, yeah. And then you showed how to trim, how to break down a whole uh, spare rib. Yeah. How to cut spare ribs down into St. Louis cuts and what to do, and how to cut them into rib tips for the breastplate that's attached. And then you, Knuckle um, meat, that's what I call it. Yeah. Those pork are rib knuckle. tips. Rib tips, yeah. Pork I, love, I like rib some tips. rib tips. I do too. You got to gnaw on them. <laughs> I like that little gnawing sound. It sounds like a squirrel or something. 
<laughs> and then you all showed how to clean, how to you know clean your wooden cutting boards and how to keep them. Yeah, clean. I did. I did that one real quick. I mean, it was kind of like my booze. Everybody seen those booze blocks or the big wooden cutting boards I use, and I just kind of showed how I clean them without chemicals or you yeah. know how putting you, soap how, on them. Basically, well, the the one that you cleaned, we've had for as long as I've been doing videos. That years. was yeah. As long as I've been doing videos, we've had that board. It was the first. You got it for me for Christmas one year. Probably 12 years ago, or if not ways. longer, yeah. I remember it was, you were like, this is the first nice gift you've ever given me. <laughs> well, we didn't have very much money. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Man, who wouldn't like a booze block that you can keep forever as long as you take care of it? Yeah, but that's how we, we don't, yeah, we don't put chemicals on it. I keep it old and conditioned and really the meat, wiped down. The and, meat helps condition Yeah, the more yeah. meat you cook on it and wipe off, and it's, yeah. Just don't put anything raw on it. I never put raw stuff on it. That's a... Yeah, that's, that's a big thing with it too. Yeah. Well, they say that wooden cutting boards are more <clears throat> anti-microbacterial. Really? But yeah. I don't like. I still it. wouldn't put raw meat on my wood cutting boards. I'll save that for the plastics that I can throw in a high heat dishwasher and spray down with bleach spray or whatever to yeah. get them clean. I mean, that's that's how I like to clean those. So um, Friday we have another live stream. This is yes. called Margaritas with Malcolms. Margaritas. That's kind of y'all. What's, what's did y'all's you come up with that one, that? Tyler? The margaritas because I love margaritas. Yes, <laughs> I did. I remembered you talking about those big yeah. old pictures on the first one we yeah. did. Senoritas or margaritas? <laughs> Sounded so good. So we'll have to get like a big old picture just to sit on the table. Yeah, heck yeah, I'm down with that. I like. I do like making mine by the rocks class though. I've got a killer margarita recipe. That's, that's what I was planning on doing. We can we can make a picture. We can have just a picture of just those standard, standard issue La Siesta <laughs> margaritas, but then I like making mine with the good like Grand Marnier or or Cointreau. I could pick up La some, Siesta, some, uh, bring it. I don't know if they'll do that. They were during quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they <laughs> do that anymore. I think they are actually. They still yeah, do margaritas to go. Do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's still open. But then uh, you got to have some Patron or Julio or some good tequila. Some oh. fresh lime juice, some simple syrup. That's pretty that's much it. 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 You pretty much splash perfected. A, you perfected splash your of uh, beer. margarita recipe during quarantine. We're going to have any Miller Lights to go with it, Tyler? You got Heck some of those yeah, cold man. back there? You got to have something to chase it with. Yeah. <laughs> Miller and margaritas. A Millerita. <laughs> a Millerita. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have one of those tomorrow. So uh, be looking for the live stream Friday yeah, night. Yeah, what time is that, Tyler? Yeah. That is at 6 o'clock on the back. 6 o'clock. Central Standard Time. Yeah. Is, is it going to be still in considered the happy? It's kind of after happy hour, right? A little bit It's happy hour. Five, four to 6 on a Friday? Yeah, about 4 to 6. All right. And what time is our live stream? Our live stream is 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Okay. So you can go to happy hour and then tune in when you get back home. How do you Drop get to it? How do you get to the live stream? If you go to Facebook.com, search How to Barbecue Right. Uh, it should pop up, especially if you like the page. You'll get the notification when we go live. Okay. Is it through the How to Barbecue Right page or through the community page? It's through the How to Barbecue Right, but it also okay. channels to the. Community okay, page. so you can. Okay. So if you're on both, you'll get you'll get an alert if you like those pages. It'll pop up on top of your app or however you're watching it. That'll be cool. So, what plans do you have for this weekend? Doing any filming? I'm trying to get you to. Yeah, get I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm filming. trying. I, I need to do. I've got a couple of recipes I've got to do because you're going out of town for spring break, and I've got. I want to do an overnight uh, pork butt, kind of like I did the overnight brisket on the pellet grill, super low. Show people how to get some smoke into it. 
how to get the bark on it. That's going to be one I got coming up. We've been doing that a lot lately, and those pork Heck cuts yeah. have been turning out Man, really good. Man, you put them good. on there and forget them, and you don't have to do anything to them. You don't have to wrap them. I don't know if I'm going to wrap this one or not. I say no. Just run it till it's done. I like the crust that it gets on the outside. Yeah. You know that bark. I don't even, I'm not even going to ramp the temp up. You're just going to I'm going to leave it, it low. Mm-hmm. And then when that probe goes in like butter, it might not be but 190, 192 degrees because it's been sitting there so long and rendered so slow. It is, man, it's good. I think it's so much better than. Let's get it off with that big butchula I have. <laughs> set it on the cutting board and we're going to bust into it and eat it. Might make some, I know it's going to be good with some vinegar sauce. I might make some white sauce to go with it though. Yeah. Do some sandwiches. Alabama style sauce. I do like the Alabama style sauce. I like your Alabama sauce. It's good. There's a few on the market. Mm. You like the homemade better, don't you? Yeah. And then what's the other recipe? I gotta do? Oh, I'm gonna do some kind of Cajun chicken recipe coming up. Mm-hmm. And I've got an Easter recipe coming up. Probably do a ham or something. Because you Easter's got a short up. rib sandwich on the um, yeah oh, schedule. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's a good one. Is that one? What week is that one supposed to drop? You know, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. It's one of my favorite holidays. I thought that's what the short rib sandwich was. It probably was. was, so maybe I'm going to do something. But you can always, you'd like to That'd switch things up yeah. and change things around. Last no, I like a short rib sandwich. That, 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 maybe that's what I was thinking there. I was going to do like a a Guinness short rib with a, some kind of cabbage on a sandwich. Last year you did a Guinness flat iron with so some good. potatoes and stuff. Yeah. It was very really good. good. Yeah, This one's going to be a short rib sandwich. That'd be really good. Yeah. Or if I could find some cheeks, that'd be good too, doing those that way. Beef cheeks. Beef cheek sandwich. Ooh, I like, Either know, one. The, the texture of them's about the same once you get say, them all pulled up. They, t- so, they have a similar. I don't know. It really depends texture. on what I can get between now and then. But the short rib sounds really good. That's but the, what I was thinking. But the overnight. I was just thinking, not the big long, like actual short ribs, the ones when you buy at the grocery store that are cut up already. Taking those, cooking them down, maybe throw them in a Dutch oven, braise them down, some Guinness beer, a couple other things, you know, throw in there, take them out, break it all apart, make a good sandwich with it. Maybe some provolone have, or something? Mm, are you going to put, or are you thinking it. cheese or no I really, cheese? I don't know if I'm thinking cheese or not. I'll have to see how that goes. I really wouldn't. I was thinking more Irish style. Yeah. I mean, I guess they do make it. You know, they eat cheese in Ireland. Kerrygold, does Kerrygold make a cheese? They do make a cheese. I was cheese, thinking, that's what I was thinking. They got plenty of Irish <laughs> butter. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I know they make some Irish cheese. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's calling me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I will do something along those lines. I've, I've got I've got some things in the works, some recipes I'm working on. So well, I got to try them out first before we shoot the video of them. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. But next week, the big thing is March 6th here in Hernando, 496 Whitfield Drive. The big grand opening celebration. Give me your spiel, your radio spiel. Can you do it? I don't remember what all I said. I noticed that we're going to be doing live cooking demos. We're going to be having prizes, games. You might, I don't know, pet a hog. Take a picture with Shell. <laughs> See the dunk tape. You will not take a picture with World's that. largest aquarium. <laughs> Just start promising crazy stuff. <laughs> you think people would show up want to see the world's largest aquarium? We're going to have George Strait performing George live. Strait. <laughs> George Strait will be here. 98.3 The Rebel. And I'll just get them to play some George Strait. Yeah. Or get a guy, yeah. This is George. <laughs> <laughs> He's straight right now. How many hours is going to last? <laughs> they might have a few beers. They'd be crooked. 
But no, it's gonna be fun. I th- I'm excited about the grand opening. Yeah, it's kind of our first little thing we're doing here. We want to, you know, start doing some more event type things to, you know, to just to have fun out in the parking lot. Cook, yeah, cook some stuff. Any excuse <laughs> I got to cook some stuff, I'm down. Well, our competition cooking has kind of been um, on the hold. Yeah, you know? so uh, it still is for the foreseeable future for me. So but this gives us a chance to hang out in the parking lot and cook, cook. with a bunch of buddies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we like. That's my favorite part about contest <laughs> and to talk to people. Yeah. So. We can give somebody a trophy yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, if we need to <laughs> have somebody judge it, maybe we'll set up some voting bo- or voting boxes yeah. and we'll put some things in there. Who was your on. favorite pitmaster today? Yeah, today, yeah. Who did the best job today? You've got right. to uh, eliminate yourself from that. Yeah, I get to be the MC. Yeah, that's that's how we would do it, and I get to go by and try everything too, and put my vote in. Who did the best? Well, that's all I have for today. That's all you have. Me. Well, uh, Shell. Tell everybody where they can find us if they don't already know. Yeah, you can connect with Malcolm on how. Wait, hold on. <laughs> you forgot to spill, didn't you? You can connect with Malcolm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter too. And Twitter at howtobbqright.com. Join the community if you have questions. If you want to connect, slide up in my DMs if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Can't promise you I'll answer them. But. <laughs> you can connect with me on Instagram at Miss Southern Shell. Y'all better not slide up in our DMs. <laughs> It'll be fire hot. Hey, we appreciate y'all hanging out and putting up with us. Uh, we'll be back next week. Y'all come see us at the grand opening. Come check out the shop. We gone. <laughs>